your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or it's something else. Now you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face. Because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach and you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is if the Lord is your shepherd, he got you. And you are covered. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Too fast to prepare for this. Tripping in the world could be dangerous. Everybody circling as vultures. Negative, nepotism. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this. Eight minutes past the hour. We are live and have started a brand new day. Thank you for being with us. There's old Curve Street. He's your intern today. 866 be Big. Eddie Van Adler, he's got YouTube Live in HD, and we are here sitting in the studio one hour from now. Rick and Bubba join us. Thank you for being a part of the show. The Will of Me could spin at any moment. Has not spun yet. I know it's early in the week, but you never know. We could surprise you. That's why you got to be listening or watching. The Rick and Bubba Game Day Challenge is in effect, not only for the top, but the top two. The top two signs uh, on ESPN Game Day. Of course, you have to document that and send it to us. That's not on us. It's on you. Uh, so good luck. The guys will continue to break that down all week long for you. Uh, but the uh, College Game Day Challenge, in effect, this Saturday, as College Game Day is live in Tuscaloosa, uh, when one versus two. Is it? Is it the Game of the Century 2.0? Is that That's what we're what calling, they're calling it? it. Uh, that is Mr. Helmsy. Over to my left is Mr. Greg Burgess. That completes the three of us. What's up, boys? How y'all doing? Hey, hey. I'm afraid because nothing in life lives up to the no, height that we doesn't. have presented with yeah. this 2.0. Right. But we'll see. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to see. It is uh, definitely got a lot of hype around it. Yesterday, social media, the big buzz. 
Tua, it was throwing the football at practice. Oh, my gosh, look oh, at him. He looks wow. so good. He's dropping back. He's throwing the ball. He's going to be fine. Everybody was trying to talk it out, uh, and reporters were ah. sending footage of him at practice. He, he he was cited on the practice field. How about that? So we'll see how, how that plays out. There you go. Uh, but that is this Saturday, 2.30 on CBS. Yeah. Uh, that's 2.30 Central. The he game before that, did y'all, did y'all know that the Minnesota-Penn State game is at 11 yes. Central? So for those of you that just hate to sit around and wait for the games to start that are, you know, you know I mean, meaningful in any kind of way, then you can start your day with that one. So yeah. you got college game day, and when that ends, you got a little bit of a what about a one hour break, uh, I guess, and then uh, and then that one starts. So nice. Minnesota Penn State because yeah, the college start right game, after day, game day. Well, game day ends at ten, and no. that, yeah, game day does it go to eleven? Yeah, I thought so. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm, all right, cool. game day goes to eleven. All right, well, good. Game day goes right up until oh, kickoff. Oh, well, look at that. Okay, well then all it really the hype. Really didn't help me, but yeah, I would rather okay. I would rather that game be the primetime game later that night. Yeah, I know, I know, because that one I think is Clemson, NC State. I think I was on ABC. That's the primetime game. Wow, and that'd probably be where. Clemson continues where, to be bored out of their mind. That's where Herb Street and them, I guess, will be going. They can't. They won't be. They, able, can't, they can't believe, believe it. it. Yeah. They can't believe they're going. But um, <laughs> all right. So last night, uh, I was flipping around. Um, I, I think of you anytime the Cowboys are on because every year it's the year of the Cowboys, yeah. and I, I really I appreciate your faith and and yeah. positive. We believe. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you you really out there, really putting it out every year. It's the year of the Cowboy. But uh, this year, uh, there there were four and three going into the game. And uh, they leading were, the division, believe it or not, right, right. <laughs> and they were uh, they were at the Giants. It was Monday Night Football. So as far as rivalries go, I mean, it was a pretty big. Yeah, it was yeah. a good Monday Night Football game. Giants are horrible. Yes, uh, and um, there was a moment last night, and I started laughing because I just happened to be watching it when a black cat. I'm talking about a soot black cat, yeah. solid black, somehow ran onto the field. Now. I don't know how a black cat gets onto the field. It makes me think somebody either got brought it to the stadium or, or made sure it got onto the field in, in a way to try to curse the, the, the Cowboys of some kind. Yeah. I don't know. Jerry Jones spoke after the game that he was glad the black cat had no impact on yeah. the game because the Cowboys did go on to win. Um, it looked like it was having an impact there for a while. Right, right. Well, uh, maybe but, it cursed the Giants. But Good I know. Enough. Why does anybody? Why is everybody picking yeah. on Cowboys? Why's right, the yeah. Cowboys? But I know that one Greg Burgess will be uh, annoyed because he hates all broadcasters. Uh, and the the breakdown of the cat last night was pretty funny. I want you to hear. This is Booger. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what are we doing here? We see. <laughs> so we've gone from seeing ghosts to black cats now on Monday Night Football and MetLife. Oh, oh boy. Oh, this, this, this is fun here. <laughs> the cat is running all over the place. Doesn't go the way it was expected to. Blame that guy. <laughs> Blame that guy. You love that. Yeah. Um, uh, and so the black cat ended up uh, going back out the tunnel uh, like he should. Yeah. Or she should. But it, for a second there, you should. they showed the crowd how many phones were out trying to document the moment a black cat ran onto the field during a the Dallas Cowboys-New York Giants game. Pretty funny, but uh, the, like I said, the uh, the Cowboys went on to win the game. But that was really the highlight. That and a couple of great catches and on the Giants end. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so the Giants uh, I think have lost five in a row now, sure. and uh, the uh, Cowboys five and three leading that division. We keep the lead in a crummy division. Yeah, you know what has has cranked back up is 
should an NFL team be should their home be London? You know that that's been the big deal, yeah. and and the the story is the Chargers uh, owner says he'll listen. You know because they're really not in L.A. yet; they're playing in this little video arena, soccer arena. Is yeah. that that's where they're at? And so he says that he will listen to them, and so that's kind of started the talk. Well, what of, will they do well, with what they've? Well, yeah. well, I think them and the Rams are going to share a stadium, yeah. correct? Yeah, oh, so they're okay. I yeah. see what you're saying. And that's, uh, but so it's just, it's funny that, okay, that stirred back up because this past Sunday, I didn't give it anything, but the NFL was live from London this past Sunday. Yeah, I'm um, that, And yeah. Uh, I got a notification on the way to church that, you know, of a score, and I'm like, what's this? And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's right. First they started playing in a weird time. Yeah, oh, it's early just, Sunday just, morning. Just stay over here. But do you think that an NFL team in London would ever work? No. I don't know. Think don't about know. think about how and I know I know NFL players. Why wouldn't it work? Well, I, 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 I that's the question. Is why yeah, wouldn't it work? I, I they guess. love football over there. Every time they go over there, the place is packed. Yeah, you only got to worry about four or five games. The logistics of it all when it comes to families, from yeah. what I was well, was listening on the way there, in. Yeah, you know, a lot now a lot of the players don't live in the the, the market that they play in, but it's you know they can travel. You know pretty easily back home or whatever they were just saying it's yeah. you know if you if you are having to live in london then you pretty much are do not, i want it be to happen your family and that's that's a concern do i want it to happen no right. i want it right here in the united states i think it's yeah. but i think it would be successful if they tried it that's yeah. just me why well, i just I, I, don't I, I just don't i don't know why it wouldn't every i mean there's a huge following yeah oh yeah the, that's uh, why they're trying this in the begin to begin with yeah and the test that they've been running, they've got enough data now to realize this is a show enough win for yeah. for the NFL. Yeah, the crowd was pretty good this past weekend, uh, and so uh, that has stirred up more talk. So we'll see. All right, so we got a lot to talk about, a lot to break down. Your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. As uh, we said, intern Curb Street's on the phones at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Adler's got YouTube Live rolling, so we appreciate you being with us. You help produce this hour, so don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Yes, you are. We are live. The kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. 866, we be big to number. we got Curve Street on the phones. All right, so raise your hand if you've had the um, the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Anybody? Raise not. your hand. Raise your hand. I have. I've yet to have it. I have not gone. JC actually brought one home. I, I told that story on the air about how he waited 45 minutes in line. Oh, it's been a great marketing plan. Now, this is going a little far away. Yeah, and, and, you know, I think we had um, – all right, help me here. Didn't we have a um, a Popeye's chicken sandwich story where police were called to the scene or something? Yeah, they, somebody they filed said they a were, lawsuit. Yeah, said that that they were out of sandwiches and they were all mad or something. Anyway, building uh, the hype, one, building the hype. This one, uh, this one has to do with someone dying. Uh, well, this is now, crazy. Maybe, maybe went too far here. A man was <laughs> fatally stabbed last night while inside a Maryland Popeye's following a fight over a chicken sandwich. A chicken what was the sandwich. Fight? Was there not enough He's sandwiches? He's dead. Good you know, gracious. You see what I mean? Yeah. Said they uh, re- did somebody take a bite out of his? <laughs> they, uh, they said that uh, the county there, Prince George's County Police, said they received reports of a fight at a Popeye's. Fight! 
uh, on Monday around 7 p.m. Uh, it's mm. about 20 minutes from Washington, D.C. When officers arrived, the uh, Popeye's restaurant said they had a man in the parking lot that was stabbed, uh, had stab wounds, police told Fox News. He was transported to the local hospital where he uh, died of his injuries. The victim's name and age hadn't been released. Now, here's what we got to find out because you know how reporting is. All right. Uh, we got to find out. Um, well, here it is. I, I'm sorry, I'm reading on. It says the man uh, has died after stabbing inside the Popeyes. I guess when they got there, he had made his way outside. Detectives were at the restaurant interviewing witnesses and gathering evidence, looking for video surveillance of the situ uh, of the fight. Mm. But it was about, they say, um, someone. Here we go again. Uh -oh. Cut the line there as people is. were waiting to order the chicken sandwich at Popeyes. Same thing happened on. Madam yeah. Secretary. Yes, we have another story. Madam Secretary, the I love show. That show we, have an, we have an on set fight during a break in action with the craft services and an actor. The actor now, tried to cut the line, and the craft services lady that was running things called him out on it. That escalated things. Craft services uh, manager had her husband there, and the husband was working with her that day. It took exception to the way she was talking. He would, the, the actor was talking to his wife and everything. Ends up throwing the actor on the table uh -oh. on the on the snack so table. So we've had two fights. One has ended in a death. Now the Chick Fil A sandwich is only involved in one of them. Popeyes. But they the were Popeyes, both about yeah. what I say. Popeyes, whatever. Chick Fil A. Well, we same thing. No, it's really not. Oh, no. but, it's, but it's, when I but say same I'm, thing, you know what I mean. You know, and how about <clears> this for Popeyes? Your sandwich is back in the headlines now. This is a little much, mm -hmm. but it is. Hey, it is back in the headlines. Yeah. But now the craft services was just about cutting in line for food. Yeah. But I tell you what. Hey. All publicity is good publicity. Evidently. So I so I want a sandwich. We're so still bad talking about it. The chicken sandwich. Yeah. That I'm gonna still get in a one. fight. And and I and somebody is now dead now, over a chicken sandwich. I get getting in a fight if somebody cuts in line on you. Uh huh. But I think stabbing them over, it's a little much. Right. At it some is. point you have to kind of snap out of it and go, wait a minute, we're I mean, talking about. It's a little much to sandwich. be fighting over it. But yeah. I've killed somebody. Really what happened? Well, it all started about that stupid chicken sandwich. This thing, if they'd have never had this hype about the chicken sandwich, the fight would have never happened. So the police say in their investigation they're not ready to release what started it. However, Fox 5 has reported that witnesses say the altercation uh, began for someone cutting line when they were waiting on, <laughs> on their chicken sandwich from Popeye. Well, well, well. You really have to check yourself if you, are, if you have a knife and you go to stabbing over a sandwich. Where is the closest one from here? Uh, I, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. There's Lincoln. one... <laughs> I'm I'm being local here, but there's that's one. That's fine. In, in, I'm being selfish. I yeah. want to know. I'd like to have one. I know the one that, that, that JC went to was in Pelham, Alabama on oh, Highway wow. 31. Uh, that's where he went. Okay. Uh, and he he actually sent sent me pictures of him sitting in line. I have yet to I have one. I don't understand why. Like one. It's, a, it's, it's a big juicy it old. Be, it better but be just like I'm this weekend. 45 minutes for it, it better be good. Just yeah. like this weekend, I'm afraid it's too hyped for me. Right, like it's about live up for it. I, well, I don't know. Just I, probably not. How no, can know. it? You're yeah, right. probably not. I mean, this is months and months of discussing a chicken sandwich. Right, it's supposed to just be the best. But it just goes to show you how people are. People fighting right. over if it. If you make something it. seem limited and become the thing to yeah. do, mm -hmm. and people, it doesn't take much. Right, they jump it really all doesn't. over it. And and if I could, if I could just say a little something to to Popeye's employees, uh, you know, let's pick it up a little bit. I mean, yeah. let's. You know, yeah. if, if we're going to have this sandwich and everything, and I understand that now this is round two, so y'all are probably a little bit better prepared for it because when it first came out, 
they were. I mean, it's I'm like they were closing. The they were closing stores, saying, how, "Hey, we're." we're, we're how we're did keep. they get to this point? Have they never? We've had this discussion. They've had chicken sandwiches before, right? Uh, yeah, I think. I think so. I know it started with know. that challenge they threw out the Chick Fil A, right? Well, and yeah. then we got it going. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Somebody got a big raise. Hey, well done. Yeah, well they have done really to make just an ordinary sandwich suddenly to this big, you know, uh, to do. It's in all the headlines. People are fighting over it and mm-hmm. waiting on it. Limited, hey, limited amount. Right. Brilliant. Brilliant. It is brilliant. I, I'll give them that. I ain't seen hype like this since Beanie Babies. <laughs> <laughs> it really is something. If, if I pull up to to a fast food place, and and I hate to say this, unless it's like a Chick-fil-A or something where they, they, they're on it, um, if I'm if I'm out in the road about, you know, two or three blocks down the road, off on the side of the road, and I'm in line that far, I'm out. I'm not going to – I don't care what it is. I'm no, out. I'm, I'm, yeah, but there's people that will stay – sit in line and just wait. And that's the problem because then they're, then they're running out of chicken. If I could get this sandwich and watch the latest episode of Madam Secretary, I'd have me something. You would. <laughs> you really would. Yeah, you would be covering huh? all bases. <laughs> I would. Especially as tired as you are after remodeling your – Bathroom downstairs. Oh, but, yeah. I, but I tell you what, if I was Chick-fil-A, because we'll admit, Solar nobody too. gets a drive through going like they do. I would go, hey, yeah, Popeyes, y'all got a chicken, but we got a good chicken sandwich too, but you don't have to wait on it because mm-hmm. we get you through the line, no right. matter how long the line is. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. yeah. They, they just really, keep throwing people out there to get they, you through. They do. You're right. They'll come out to you, and it helps. It helps. It makes me feel better. Anyway. Oh, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. I know something's going on. Uh, let's see here. Ty uh, wants to weigh in and says he's got the new slogan hey, for Popeyes. Ty. What's up, Ty? Hey, man. Hey, what's up? Yeah, got a new uh, sales slogan for Popeye's Chicken. What's that? It's the chicken sandwich. It's to die for. <laughs> okay. Okay, a little soon. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> easy and soon, but still good. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Good delivery. <laughs> Y'all, he, he cut in line. He, he didn't deliver it well. Yeah. All right, so all right, let's, let's ask this question. When they, they're going to start investigating this a little bit more. Are we going to find out more where maybe these two knew each other or there was a... a Would have come to find out neither one of them had actually ordered the sandwich. Right. Because you know piece. reporting now, I mean... They were there for the manager special. We'll see, though. But according to the story, it's because... Probably a Trump supporter. Someone cut, cut line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was wearing a hat. Yeah. Um, Make America great again. We'll take a break. We'll come back. That's in the news. That's why Helmsy brings it up. We'll sure. be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes till top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends uh, at relieffactor.com. Adler, I hope you got you some more Relief Factor, buddy. Uh, he, he, he ran out and he started hurting. Hopefully, uh, you got you something, uh, a restock, buddy. I know you were in a handle uh, with that in your car. Uh, relieffactor.com is uh, where we go and it's where you should go as well uh, before you start another weekend. Uh, do something that uh, we've done. Uh, when you have aches, pains, inflammation, it helps. Relief Factor is 100% natural, research-based formula that was created to help combat the root causes of inflammation. And right now, you can get your three-week trial pack for just $19.95 when you uh, visit relieffactor.com. So stop popping the over-the-counter painkillers where, you know, they've got a job. They, they can help you, but it shouldn't be 
every day, multiple times a day, it could harm your body. So check out relieffactor.com. That's what you should choose for less than what you spend for a cup of coffee a day. You could get three-week supply. Just try it out for nineteen ninety-five. That's relieffactor.com. Quick start pack, nineteen ninety-five, or you can visit rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Okay, my friends, I've got two stories for y'all. All right. Fired up. Greg, I know there's there's I don't think there's a challenge that you don't like uh, or that you won't entertain at least. You are you're our challenge guy. And yeah, and you said it's it's, it's reasonable. It, it's really something you've always done, but really your days with the power company, y'all would do a lot of challenges, sure. right? Yeah. Well, this one here is uh, unfortunate because someone has died. I'm well, sorry, no, we got a lot of much. we got a de- we got a lot of death stories here. Uh, we and I don't know, you know. Anyway, I I don't know if anybody here could pull this off, but we could see a man in India. Uh, he bet his friend just thirty dollars. First of all, I need more than that. Yes, that he couldn't eat. 50 eggs. Which, we, which he got from the movie Kuhan Luke. Exactly. Uh, that's Luke a good movie. He ate, he ate the 50 Old, eggs. old, old movie, but good movie. Yeah. Uh, so his friend took the bet and said, okay, I will do this. But unfortunately, the friend died on number 42. Uh-oh. And the, the so, cause of death is overeating. So 30 bucks. Out. 30 bucks. The Kuhan Luke eating challenge. How many eggs y'all think y'all could eat? Three. Helmsy. I can eat like deviled eggs. So deviled eggs are a half. They're cut in half, right? So mm-hmm. three. I could, I could probably eat about ten. <laughs> three. <laughs> I wouldn't want to eat that many, but if you said, "Greg, can you eat ten? y'all are thinking three is my You're allergic answer. to them. Well, no, I just I I couldn't. I just couldn't. I'm not big on food challenges anyway. I get full after two eggs, usually, like if I eat a scramble egg or two egg whites or whatever, that kind of fills me up. So I don't, I don't, three would be pushing it. Guys, this sounds like something we would do. Please listen to this. So they're at, these two are at a, um, I guess, a, a, at a market where, you know, you, you go up and down and buy, buy you some food, whatever. And I bet it's real clean out there. Yeah, I know. Uh, and they were, I guess, were there to get a bite to eat, and the two started arguing. And um, this is just like us. The subject of their conflict is unknown, but it somehow escalated into one of them betting the other one that they couldn't eat fifty eggs. This is our kitchen talk. It really is. Yeah. Now, I bet you can't do that. Anyway, so <clears throat> the guy purchased fifty hard-boiled eggs from a vendor, and 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 then they sat down and said, "All right, let's go." And after the forty-first egg, they said the guy was seemed okay, <laughs> but he popped the forty-second into his mouth him. and mm. he fell unconscious. Mm. He was rushed to the local clinic. I'm sure they were in a hurry to get him. Did he choke on the egg or did he have like an <clears throat> egg reaction? I've thought about that because hard-boiled eggs, now you I can mean, choke. I could have stacked up in his huh? stomach up to his Where is throat. it? Where is it? Cut his windpipe. Cut his wind off. Not deliberate. So uh, the doctors at the clinic ruled that he it was due to overeating. Mm. Well, um, yeah. Boy, don't you know he was going to have some gas. <laughs> if he'd have made it. Uh, it says here, weighing in at approximately six pounds, 50 eggs, God. Is much more volume than the average human stomach can I guess the stomach accommodate without discomfort. What he understands, Kuhan Luke was not a true story. It was a made-up story. So uh, the man uh, yeah. really didn't eat fifty eggs. Was that the movie that really kicked fine. Paul Newman off, or did he have something before that? What's the one? The Hustler with the pool player and was I, that before Kuhan Luke? I don't know. I'm not talking about the Tom that. Cruise version. I'm talking about there. There was okay. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, there was an original. I, I think I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I can't help you on that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so sorry. I just I thought I, no, in my mind in, in my mind Paul this is what sent Paul Newman Man. to the next level but yeah. that's I'm this was 1967 guys my parents hadn't even met yet must yeah, I wasn't, wasn't even on the planet. I was yeah. a year old. So. Um I, now that's that's a story I for I remember him. watching it when I was a year old. I have I a story it. for you my friend. Oh, okay. Um what do you think the number one thing is that keeps people up at night and loses they they, they lose snoring. Sleep. Well, their phone their phone, okay, that's yeah. not bad. You know, if you stare you at snoring? your phone a lot, yeah, and, and a bright light in your face, it's hard to go to sleep. Yeah, according to this study, the number one thing that keeps people up late at night is this binge watching. They get on a show and they just keep on watching. They can't stop. I can they can't that. cut I can, it off. I can, I can relate. They go to one. That. More, I'm gonna watch one more episode. Yeah. They say 88 percent of Americans do it, including ninety five percent of people between the age of eighteen and forty five. Uh, anyway. They they basically broke it down and said that not just a little, but most of Americans, when it comes to loss of sleep, it's because they can't stop watching uh, almost, some show or they just can't cut it off. And I we almost want to do like because we do, I do it, uh-huh. but and then say there's a Hulu series, right? And it only comes on once a week, mm-hmm. so. I almost like that better because I, I, I mean it's my fault. But right. when I've waited for a new season and in two days I'm done with it. Yeah, right. so, kind of yeah, like kind of like Jack Ryan. Right let me now. let we're me. Done. I, we're done I with do Jack it. Ryan. I do it every time. But see, like on Hulu, if it's a Hulu original, mm-hmm. it comes yeah. on once a week. Just like so, you, know. you you don't have the you don't have the opportunity to binge watch. Exactly. It's just that yeah. Right, that's what I was going to ask. Watching old stuff. Is yeah. so so the the binge watching. Would you consider what we do with, for instance? Jack Ryan. Mm-hmm. So I started watching it on Friday mm-hmm. and finished it last night. Right. That's a four day period. Mm-hmm. Is is that considered binge watching? Because it was eight 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 episodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I mean, maybe a, a binge. Like, how long like is it words, if you're just like watching Hour. two segments and then shutting it down and moving on, then I don't know if that's binge watching. Well, that's what I do. I, I think it might be in spurts. So like, I might go three episodes. And then stop or whatever, and and it'll. I have to talk to myself. Hey, stop it, stop. I've never. I live and tell myself, hey, one more. I watched and two then, a day. From from I guess Thursday. I guess it was one Thursday night, one Friday night, and then two two, and finished it out yesterday. Like I said, I just always get disappointed when they're done. I do too. I know. You know. I know. But hey, Greg, it's up to you. You don't have to watch them all. You can spread it out if you want to. But so what we do is not really considered binge watching. Are I, I they saying like I, I open it up and watch all twelve episodes? That's what I'm asking. Of course, I've looked up the definition, and, and according to the definition, we probably are binge watching because mm-hmm. it says the practice of watching multiple episodes of a television program in a rapid succession. Well, yeah, we watch multiple episodes that, yeah. in rapid succession. Yeah, yeah. So by definition. We do binge watch. If we leave here on I a do. Friday and can come in on a Monday and go, hey, man, I finished so-and-so or I watched this, yeah. then um, – but I just have to be really strategic because I, I just – we've been doing this so long. It's like I, – I, I, I can't do like, that at night. No, no. I can't. I I've, I've noticed that if I'm going to binge watch anything, it's going to be mid-afternoon before I crank up with the next part of my day. You know, like maybe that just, – just a little bitty window right there. But at night, eh, it's tough. It's tough. But I guess you can put other things in that category. I know this binge-watching thing, you stay up late, but you could put it – like for some of you, you're worn out because you watched Monday Night Football. You stayed up too late. You uh, lost, game seven you, last you, week. You lost sleep. 
Yeah, we not, talked about that. That's not binge. No, it's no, not it's binge not. watching, but it's watching it's TV. Stuck to a television, yeah. When you should be. In the I will say this: when you, when yeah. you sit, when you sit down to watch Game Seven and you watch the first pitch to the last, <laughs> right? It's about like binge watching. It is. Right. You're watching every. That's inning. four hours. You're right. Consecutive innings. Yeah. In succession. Yeah, because they're saying the number one thing that keeps us up late at night is binge watching stuff on TV. So I guess the binge watching is not being able to turn it off, right? Well, here's so I guess point. you could like, put anything you, in that category. And I'll do that this weekend with some football games. Sure. Yeah. And you use an example of like a game. The thing about it that makes it different, You, if you want to see the game in, you're going to have to stay up and watch it. Yeah. If you're doing a show, you can shut you it can off. You can make that decision. Pick back up I've and told not, miss, point. not yep. miss anything. Right. So I guess that's the binge thing. Yeah. I've, I've actually point. had that conversation to myself out loud. Hey, buddy, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Just now, hit now, pause. The World Series, or... I mean, Game 7 is only going to happen once. Yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah. If you want to see it all, you're going to stay up. Right. Now, if you're watching Jack Ryan yeah. and you want to watch four episodes, you, you don't have to. Right. You're not going to miss anything. You can pick it up the next day and it'll be fine. I'd like to know from you, uh, from our, our tubers, do y'all binge watch this show? I mean, is it hard to turn it off or is it easy? Why yeah, on man. earth would you binge watch this show? Yeah. I don't know. I got a funny feeling that doesn't happen. Yeah. Probably because you never know what that one's going to do over there. I'm looking at you, Greg. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes until top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. As uh, we roll on, uh, the number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. We've got Curb Street on the phones. He's taking your phone calls and pulling show prep for the boys. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour break. I did get a couple of emails. Somebody said they don't miss a segment on, on YouTube. It's yeah, every day. baby. Huh? Bring it. It's every Love day. that. Mine said the opposite of that. <laughs> All because of Eddie Van Adler. Uh, we uh, have a car. All right, so yesterday, um, God love his heart, uh, Adler brought to the show his oil change gone bad. And uh, he appreciates all of the emails about what's wrong with his car. Yeah. But I understand that he's got it to where he's got it to his man. Yeah. His guy. Uh, and so we'll have to see how it goes. But they've got it. They got it. He's, he's got a little bit of closure on it. I guess you still rode your motorcycle in, huh, bud? Yep. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> he, he was freezing yesterday morning. Uh, I think we got a day or two where it's a little warmer. Uh, but then uh, I don't know. I was looking into next week. Hey, hey, chilly. Uh, I, well, I, I think I saw like one day the highs in the forties. Oh goodness, which I know you hate. I despise huh? it. I, I had a weird thing. I came in last night and then I claimed, which it's opposite. Normally, my wife thinks everything is freezing. Everything, every every room, oh, everything. Yeah. I, I'm freezing. I woke. I walked in the house. Man, it's freezing. She said, No, it's not. It's hot. I know. I'm like, throw oh. that little curveball every once. I'm in like, a while. What the? It's weird. What do you mean? You're in a t-shirt and everything. What's going on? Hot here? flashes. Um, I know you've talked about that. You you are how old? I am 41. But you're really 61. Uh, you you said I let's add 20 years to that. That's kind of sure. how I act. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, it's, it is. It but is. you've been the way com- I feel and the way I act. You've been complaining that your hair is falling out, <clears> and you got a full old head of hair. Hey, yeah, I think it's replenishing itself, but it's falling out at a at an enormous rate here lately. Mm. I mean, I'll look down and there'll be hair everywhere. Really? Yeah. I noticed it Friday, Thursday or Friday, sitting over here with Greg. Oh boy! I said my hair's falling out. 
Now, I hope that it's, it's just replenishing itself and there's mm-hmm. nothing internal going on mm-hmm. other than that. Oh, but I think it's just the aging thing. Well, first, it's the hair falling out. Second, you'll need glasses. Well, and, and that brings up the second point. So, I hey, by the way, very intimidated with trying to purchase readers for Amanda. Uh-huh. So we found out a couple of weeks ago that my wife uh, needs readers. And mm-hmm. how we found out was she was sending – the bird emoji to yeah. everybody instead right. of the pointer finger. And, and, and one a lady at work said, put these glasses on. Mm-hmm. And she put them on. She's like, oh, my goodness, I'm shooting everybody a bird. And she had. It was a lot of people. Well, Don't think that was just one or two texts. It was they were probably a it, few it was at least 100 texts that went out with her doing that. Oh, and so yeah. – um, and it's and it's improved her. She loves reading with them on uh-huh. now, and she is a huge reader. Okay, she reads books. She reads books on her phone. She's she's just a, she loves to read. Mm-hmm. So this has changed her game. So I thought, you know what? She lost the pair. You know, of course, lose them. Everybody knows that. If you have readers, you're going to lose them. Yeah. And so she she lost the pair she had, and I thought, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over here right across the street to this little. I can get everything from this store and buy. Uh, some readers and I got in there and I was intimidated because it was 1.25 2.50 1.75 and I was like I don't mm. know what she needs what is what this what world? is all these numbers right and so I, I backed out and huh. and uh didn't buy them because I didn't know yeah. and every one of them I put on with the exception of one I couldn't even hardly see out of and so I thought well I'm not wasting any money so I did ask her I said hey did you ever find your glasses <laughs> and she said uh um she said no she said, I don't know where they are I said, what, what is all these numbers with these readers? And she explained. She said, I need 1.25. I said, okay. Um, so I went online, and I bought like a four-pack. Uh-huh. And they came in yesterday, and I surprised her. It's, you know, you've been married a long time, and you're in a good place when you can buy a four-pack of readers and your wife be excited about it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? The readers are in. <laughs> she thought it was a great <laughs> gift. And uh, and so I put on a pair. They, they were like two or three different styles and colors and there was a black pair in there and I put them on and just to test on my phone and I would admit okay okay I feel like that I still really really good when I pull up a text just your standard yeah, text yeah, yeah, yeah but when I put those readers on it did magnify it to a point where I was like oh wow I like this mm. I like this a lot oh yeah. so you, you and, can, okay and so I will say that it, even though I'm not willing to say I can't really see that well it helped me it, it improved my experience. Yeah. Well, then I was standing where I was standing in the house when I was doing this was over the sink for some reason. I think I was messing around with some dishes, uh-huh. and I just happened to look in the window that right over the sink. Yeah. And saw myself in them. Oh. And I started talking to myself like, "So you're this guy now." So and I how, how do you off. feel like you looked? I looked okay. Studious. Mm-hmm. I looked okay. I I, I I did the thing where I'd put them on the end of my nose and I'd hold them a little bit and I'd do the and I was watching myself yeah. the whole time almost. Hey, and, I'm trying and, to talk and, like I'm sharp. Yeah, I was and yeah. and I thought so. This is this is oh, where you this is this is you now. Yeah. Like well, I'll is, tell you this. I need to wear them in here some from what we're doing and I I because of the way I look with them I won't do it. Daddy, yeah. I struggle sometimes. I do. Wow, you talking about them? You put on your look of so Van Pelt. <laughs> so that's my question for y'all: is why, if it enhances your ability to read, I don't know why. Are, why are you worried about that? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like you're officially old. There it is. Yeah, but I'm see. I mean, I'm fifty. I already am. I mean, I know where I'm at. Well, I, I know. you know, I'm forty. I'm really sixty-one. Yeah. Right? No, you are. So, yeah. I know I'm forty-one, but I'm really y'all are in much better shape <laughs> uh, than true. me. 
Um, the eyesight is maybe a little different there, yeah. but um, as far as the way your body's, there's some things internally going on with me. They're not going on with y'all. Greg, please look um, at that. Over so there. <laughs> you listen to this. You're, so well, your, cheek, <laughs> your red cheeks calm down. So that was yeah. good. That, that had us concerned two days last week. Um, Saturday, Saturday, by the way, it was still bad. <laughs> Um, but, really? Yeah, but it it got a little better Saturday night, and then Sunday it was gone. How so. glad were you that you weren't around here on Saturday with those red cheeks? Were you oh. glad to get away from oh, us? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll yeah. wear you out. Yeah, yes, um, yes, you will. When it comes to readers, Hamzy, do you know how many readers we have around the house? I mean, I've got a <laughs> pair like by the bed. I've got a pair like in the kitchen, one in the car, one in my bag. I just have them everywhere because you never know when you're going to need them. Well, and here's a not, problem. Not when you need readers. We've got two right, pair of readers that look very similar to what Braden wears. My son wears glasses. Mm. And he's going to end up grabbing a pair <laughs> of readers one day and taking those to yeah. school and realizing, go, what, the? what in the world? Uh, so what's wrong with my eyes? Um, that so that's going to happen at some point. But, yeah, we got readers laying all over the place now. And I'll just – and I, like I said, I can see. Per, I really do perfectly fine, but it it does enhance. Why wouldn't you want to enhance your experience, right? And yeah. what you're doing, yeah. It, well, I, I I'm the guy now that when I go into like the store or something, I'll clip a pair onto my mm-hmm. shirt, and I'm that guy. I walk through that way. If I'm ever having to look at a label or something, I'll hide name. If not, I'm like arms oh, dense, yeah. just looking back, like what's this? What's this? <laughs> see you the know? necessity of me. I, I'm not dealing with that yet. Yeah. But it's coming, so I'm just kind of getting used to it. Get ready, my game. friend. Get I'm ready. getting ahead of the game with the readers. Wait till you turn 62, and then, then you really Let me ask you this. Does, does using the readers when you're not quite ready, does that hurt your eyes? I don't know. I, I don't know. It probably I feel does. like it's, I'm just using a magnifying glass. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, right. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But it, I, I'll tell you that. I feel like I've, I've really gotten old because of the readers and the fact that on my phone, i, I got to admit something. I, I've used... I use larger text. So you've moved just the a text little bit, up. just just one notch, one notch. If yeah. I moved my just text up, notch. that would be what readers do for me. Right. I did so it I mean, accidentally, and I thought, "Hey, I like that." Yeah. <laughs> so I left. It. Right. I didn't mean to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, accidentally. I don't like the way the layout looks when I well, use, but it, but it, yeah. it makes me. I can read it. Now, I haven't yet gone to the giant on the computer when it blows it up. That's so big and gets on my nerves. I can't even follow the page. (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy. Six minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us. We have much to do as we ease forward with the program today. Kickoff hour is complete. Bubba and I will now join the boys as we go forward. Our national anthem today provided by the Zach Brown Band. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming Who's brought stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight? For the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air. Still there, 
It is eight minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Brand new hour rolling now. And uh, the kickoff hour has already taken place along the Rick and Bubba radio network, the TuneIn app, the podcast archives, live on YouTube. It'll be archived on YouTube. However you get the Rick and Bubba show, uh, kickoff hour is behind us with Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy. They now join us going forward. Uh, Eddie Van Adler has the YouTube options for you. Uh, he is here. Curb Street is our intern, and he takes your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Will of Meat has not spun this week. Could happen uh, on today's program. So be paying attention for that. Across the way, there he sits, the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates, welcome to another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Your two buddies, here on the radio. Yep, here we are. She was standing by the highway In a boots and silver spurs Going hitch back to the yellow moon When a Cadillac stopped for her Uh, Greg, I saw on one, you know, you and I, our favorite channel on Access. I saw, you know, they do these famous albums. Tom Petty down the torpedoes coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> watch that. Oh, we'll get in the middle of that one. I'll be all over that. <laughs> yep, that'll be a good one. And they, uh, that was a big day for music industry as well. A little bold move on Tom's part. So, yeah. uh, uh, so let's, uh, Bubba and I were talking, uh, there in the old kitchen where all big decisions are made. And <laughs> so we were looking at, uh, at what's out here in front of us, uh, for the old show today. And it, it looks like that, uh, Donald J. Trump will now attend, uh, the Alabama LSU game as if, as if it hadn't gotten bigger. Wow. You've got the Rick and Bubba game day challenge going on where now two people can win $500. If you get the, uh, the most prominent sign on the game day coverage, 
the top two we get five hundred dollars a piece uh so that's big uh, and now donald trump is coming to what they're calling the game of the center uh, century 2.0 Rick, also, uh, it has caused a little bit of change in some plans. Uh, my understanding is they've had to move the game day set where it was going to be off the Walk of Champions. Well, you know I guess, why? From a security standpoint. No, because Trump has to walk down the Walk of Champions. Y'all clear that Look, area right there. It's, uh, There's a Walk of Champions, by golly, I'm it, on it. It just, I don't think it could be a bigger zoo right I'm now. I'm a champion for the people. Get out of the way. Is this yeah. where we introduce Vote Trump song to him? Well, this well, is. Well, I think this is how we can get it to him. If somebody could just be playing it through the PA on campus as he comes out. Walk. He comes down to Walk of Champions. Yeah. Let's get this to Let's get this to Brian Denny's where they th- when they show him in yep. the box yep. watching the game. What would you do, seriously? And they, they hit this in the loud system. What if he got out of whatever vehicle he's riding in? <laughs> And they're trying that to get blaring. they're trying to get him down the Walk God, of Champions to his so seat. And <laughs> picture the minute his foot touches terra firma there in Tuscaloosa. Vote Trump. Yeah, baby, vote Trump. And also, I picture him doing Trump. Trump. What if Little P followed him around and, and performed it live? Oh yeah. Everywhere. I want you to picture a little karaoke speaker. What, what if what if you're in charge? What if you're in charge of all game day activities? That's that's your office. Yeah. Well, that's that's Gene Holman. And all of a sudden, way. all of a sudden, somebody walks and said, "Got a little something I want to add to the game Saturday." And he's like, "Well, what else could possibly be added?" Yeah, now the president says he's coming. <laughs> oh wow! And I bet Gene said. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> all right, that's it. Hey, guys, let me tell you what we got now. Here's what we got. Will y'all tell ESPN they got to move. Yeah, let's deal with this security right, for the I got president. it. Don't think you won't see Gene Hallman with a picture with the president. Oh, oh. get ready for that. I, I, we have Donald Trump Jr. on the show Thursday. By the way, don't forget that. He's got a new book out, and he is on the show Thursday. All right, and uh, and he'll, he's got a book signing later Thursday night close by the studio, and so that's one of the reasons why we're talking to him. But this during yeah. that one segment, we we've got to play that yeah, oh, done. Maybe that's how we get it oh, to Oh, it's him. done. All right, little P, we're working. That's easy. That ain't nothing to that. Y'all. Yeah, I, I think that can be done easy. That's got to happen. Easy. Yeah. A vote, a vote. I'll tell you what, too, if you if you if you just go to Twitter, if you'll go upload it on Twitter, uh-huh. on his account, and let other people that's following him, you're right. Hey, it'll baby. be it'll be all over. Because he's life. checking Twitter every day. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. Huh? <laughs> 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 Rick, 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 look, look on too, Rick. All right, so we had this is the next Trump thing we got to talk about. Sean Spicer has got the people on Dancing with the Stars about to lose their mind. Right? They they cannot believe how bad he is and how he keeps winning. <laughs> look, look, New York Times. Yeah. He's consistently been the worst performer, but he's still on Dancing with the well, Stars. Well, that, that's yeah. on Dancing with the Stars turning it into a popularity contest. That's right. Yeah. Social well, media is all upset about that. And Washington Nationals baseball players that actually support Trump went to the White House and they can't believe it. Those two things are driving me crazy. You think now you're bad if you're a team and you actually go to the White House? <laughs> Can I tell people, I think they ought to chill uh, on the teams going to the White House. You that's, tell that's them. That's an honor for yeah, me. Yeah. Just Everybody calm and look, I, I, and I know this is a stretch. But I, I don't care who's in there. I would gladly go if Obama had been in there. Yes. And I probably would have gone if Hillary was in there. Yeah. yeah. Probably. How dare you? <laughs> I I, a, I can I have down. that a ton today? <laughs> can I, please. How, how, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Hey, Rick, don't overdo that, buddy. <laughs>
<laughs> no, Rick, you can't overdo it today. Let's wear it out. Today. Well, my scratching. I, I'm really into scratching with it. Yeah, I noticed that. Herbie Hancock. I want. How dare you? And here, here's a question, Rick. I want to know: Did anybody in Kentucky go to the rally last night? He was in Kentucky oh, yeah. stumping for a, uh, a candidate for governor. Did anybody go to that? All right, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. It is 20 minutes past the hour, and you got The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. Last night... President Trump in the great state of Kentucky. Bubba asked the question, were you there? Sam and, and Dale are standing by, and they say, yes, we were. Uh, let's go to Sam. Sam, uh, welcome to the program out of Lexington, Kentucky. Sam, how about it, buddy? Good morning, Biggins. How the heck are you? Well, we're, we're good. Uh, you know we're what? We're, we're in a perfect stance. You can lay a board across our backs, and we're ready for the offensive line <laughs> to make any move, and then we're going nuts. We're going to go yeah, nuts. Open that hole. Open that hole. Hey, listen, man. It was a, it was awesome. There was one doofus that that kind of protested up in the in the nosebleeds up there at Rep Arena. How but dare the coolest you? thing was, the coolest thing was, okay, they played "Proud to Be an American" by Lee Greenwood, but they didn't just play it. Lee Greenwood sang it. Oh yeah, look, if he Lee Greenwood's there. in the house, he's got to sing. It. Oh yeah, yeah. And and can I ask a tiny, tiny, small favor? Ask, ask a what? It's a small one. Okay, a favor. Can I ask a tiny, a tiny, small favor, Rick, and you'll have this one? Yeah, sure. My wife, my wife, Amy, and me have been married 25 years today. Amy, what, what you want to do? do? Oh, she hates that song. I know. I know. My, my, my wife hates Oh, Sherry by Steve Perry, so if you, I understand. <laughs> oh, I know that one, too. And but Betty I hates really Black Betty. Betty. Yeah, and Betty hates Black Betty, which we can all, we can all imagine. Well, back, Black Betty cooks, and Black Betty cleans, right? <laughs> anyway, you, but, I mean, he spoke for about 80 minutes. Oh, sure. He's, he just... He he riffed and raffed and just had a blast. And these people behind him had these T-shirts, mm-hmm. big white T-shirts with red letters that said "Read the transcript." Sam, yeah. is that the first? Is that the first rally you've been to that he's at? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, seeing Air Force, the little Air Force one, it was a seven a seven eighty seven or something. It was it was the big boy. But uh, when coming over to coming over Keeneland, our horse track right near the airport. Oh, I know you know, it watching it go around the circle, it was like, whoa, there he is. <laughs> you know, I, I've tried to tell people they don't understand. I've been to political events, and then the Trump thing is more like a football or basketball game, right? Well, you got to think. We we was in rough, and, and that's the first thing he pointed out when he started. He says, man, look at all those championships. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he loves a championship. Well, Sam, yeah. thanks for calling, and uh, for you, right, and, buddy, you, for you and you and Amy, for your 25th, we say, one, two, happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. Thanks, Sam. Ooh, Appreciate Greg. it, buddy. Let's go to uh, let's stay in Kentucky. Dale standing by. Hey, Dale, what's up, buddy? Hey, Monkey Grass and Green Acres. Oh. So tell us about the rally. Oh, it was lit. First first rally I've ever been to for Trump. It's just just a friendly atmosphere. Everybody just camaraderie together and talking. And his energy just is just amazing. Did you it's did, hard to believe. Did you guys have street vendors outside like selling 
<laughs> cotton candy and balloons and yeah. all that, like a parade or something? Uh, not so, there was a few food vendors, but the, the vendors selling the, the merchandise was just unbelievable. They were everywhere. Right, can, can I, I, they were, yeah, I'm going to ask, because I don't know. So if you're a sitting president, okay, and then people develop all this Make America Great Again, read the transcript, I guess that one's okay. But if it has Trump on it, and people are selling it. Who gets the money off that? Is there a, is there a royalty and to paid for that if you're the president? You know, I, I, the fact that he's the president, I don't. I think he's yeah, such that's a public was, figure. You can't do anything with it. It's probably you know they can do whatever game. they want to. I, if I had to guess, yeah. If I had to guess, but with but him coming know. from from him coming from a private sector, but I guess when you become president, that all gets put on pause like yeah. it's not happening. Right? Yeah, you yeah. know all that. Yeah. His business is in a blind trust, right? Uh, yeah. that his kids run so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think he's probably open game if you're president. Right. I'm on, because I, and they I, were probably rolling them out. So how do I get the rights to say I got a booth at Rupp Arena for his uh, rally and I've got a booth full of Trump stuff and I'm ready to go? You probably just rent the booth and sell whatever you want to sell and pay you know, Rupp Arena whatever cut they get. Can you imagine it? you're mm-hmm. sitting there going, guys, we got enough shirts? Yeah, <laughs> and I've seen that hat he wears. That's a cheap hat, right? Oh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, there ain't a lot of overhead in that. Can somebody get me a big red, awkward-looking hat yeah. with a MAGA across the front of it? I'm telling you, we need we need that hat in our in our store. That hat? <laughs> yes, that hat is is ugly as it is. Yes, that hat with making uh, making radio great again. Yeah, we could. <laughs> yeah. We well, we have it on the Mac Daddy hat. We, right. Yeah, we got it on that. So. <laughs> I'm talking about just that old red I hat. Know. That's an ugly hat. It is. It really yeah. is. All right, like- so um last night so Rand Paul comes out yep. and uh he, everybody's Early. everybody's going nuts. This is off me here. Everybody's going nuts and he calls out uh Hunter Biden and talks about the whistleblower that you wanted. <clears throat> I, I like Rand's hair. Yeah. Hunter Biden made $50,000 a month. That's the definition of corruption. We know he got it only because of his family connections. We also now know the name of the whistleblower. Please y'all watch Trump. The whistleblower (laughs) needs to come before Congress as a material witness because he worked for Joe Biden at the same time Hunter Biden was getting money from corrupt oligarchs. I say tonight to the media, do your job and print his name. <laughs> so there you go. And of course, Trump loved that. Yeah. He, that don't forget back in the debates up to the, when yeah. he asked Rampo why he was even there. You're right <laughs> why are yeah, you this even is, here? This is, this is support from a guy who wasn't always on the Trump. Oh. <laughs> I got a question. I guess what's this guy doing? <laughs> How dare you? I'm with you, Bubba. So about it just at, fits. At least three times a second. Each th- three times each second. I can mix it. How, 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 how dare you? <laughs> By the way, has, has it uh, the other day? Because some evil people sent it to us all the time, and I was listening to more of her comments. It, was there anything more ridiculous? Than that, no, the whole thing. Than that kid, oh, yeah. the entire. Was, was there any spectacle? I mean, you talk about ridiculous. Did I mean, bring her over she, on a boat. Come on. She got back from South America. I saw her uh, riding a bicycle with Schwarzenegger yeah. in California. He, so he ain't got a clue. Hey. Hey, do they have no truancy laws where she's from? I mean, can you just have to do what the heck you want to do if you're a kid? Well, that's, well, is somebody's parents going to jail here? What's the deal? Remember she's that? Missing a lot of class. Remember she dressed. She dressed us down about that. 
That How you, dare that she should, she yeah. should be back across the water. I should be back across the water. Well, that's where that's you cool. need to go. Yeah. Well, you know what? Head on back. Right. You think Arnold will take a while? Yo. It's, it's going to take a while because you're, yeah. you're on a boat. But, <laughs> yeah. You know what he told her? Get down! Do <laughs> 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 I dare you that boy? No, you, no, it's Arnold. How dare you! Get down! I wonder what time she's going to How dare you! At six o'clock. <laughs> Tell her to keep up. How dare How dare Keep up! How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> but in the you meantime, have, get down! Get down! You have small quads! Keep up! <laughs> Don't you know he's What right? time are they meeting to go riding? <laughs> Seven o'clock. <laughs> Seven o'clock. Get down. <laughs> have y'all seen uh, the other? Are. You know the son he's got with the housekeeper. What? Have, you, yeah. have y'all seen him? Yeah. He looks just like him, and he's a bodybuilder too. <laughs> you know the son he has with the housekeeper. That's a true story. I know it is, Greg. but he looks just like him. But Greg, oh, you didn't even God. walk up to it. You ran up to it. Uh, I did. You know that was a bizarre deal. Uh, <laughs> you know? uh. Get down! Get down! How dare you? Okay. Oh, that's good stuff. I mean, what? if you think about that little punk speech, that's the oh. most ridiculous. How irritating is that? Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The Rick and Bubba Show is a federally protected trademark. We just thought you'd want to know. All rights reserved. 35 minutes past. Rick and Bubba Show. As we make our way back, thank you for being with us today. Well... We had uh, the Giants and the Cowboys last night, and the game was disrupted by a rogue black cat that uh, that hit the field. There he is. Please look at the music while I'm looking at it. <laughs> Rick, Rick, can I give uh, over this song? Let me give the radio broadcast of the cat over this song, please. A black cat is running from the 20 to the near side, the 10. From the 39 in Dallas, here's a short throw down the middle, caught by Ingram. Caught at the 35, went to the 30. Now the cat running the other way, and so is Ingram at the 30 to the 25 to the 24-yard line. It's a catch run of 15. Now the cat has stopped at the 50. They've stopped playing. The players with hands on hips are watching the cat run and zigzag all over the field. Now he's at the 5. He's walking to the 3. State troopers come on the field, and the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. And the cat is elusive which now climbs up into the stands, and the fans are running for their life. Now it goes back on the field again, and it runs up the top. <laughs> so uh, that was the Westwood, uh, Westwood One radio broadcast, yeah. uh, and of course ESPN had their version, which was the video uh, yeah. play-by-play with Booger and Testator. So, so the, I didn't realize there was a live play going on when it when it came on the field. You know, Betty came in trying to tell me about it, and she was laughing so hard I couldn't understand what she was saying. Right, so right. I, I'd missed it, and she'd walk by the TV and saw it, and she was laughing pretty hard at it. And uh, then she said, when she finally got it together, she said, "Is there somebody named Booger on that broadcast?" <laughs> <laughs> He's so bad, dude. Man, he's bad. 
just something. I mean, why do we? Helmsy I mean, likes him now. Yeah. I, 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 he's growing on me. After he got out of the high chair? He's growing on me, yeah. So yeah. he's not he's in the high chair anymore. No, no, he's not yeah. paving no, the road he's anymore. not doing that anymore. Right. He's in the booth. One of the, He's the one of only two guys. Okay. Yeah. He's, See, I hadn't heard any of that. He's, and I'm a Tessator fan, too. And I yeah. think Tessator, I think he's had to grow on Tessator, okay. too. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, it takes, it takes like time it. for a team to kind of get their – So no doubt it's better. I think he's a little too much too negative, and I get enough of that here. Yeah, I know. And so – but – but uh, he's growing on me. Okay, man, I, yeah. I I cannot make an assessment. I have not heard him yeah. since, since the high chair. He, I'll tell since you what he does chair. that that I that I don't like, and I actually like it. Okay, but I think what other people he gets and Greg can speak to this. He gets into the details of X's and O's like no one I've ever seen before. And if you have not come from a coaching background, you have no clue what yeah, he's, he's talking about. He's wasting time. Okay. I mean, he's t- he's giving you details that most people don't. Need. Okay, well here's the question I have to ask then. Okay. What if we put him and Romo together on the oh, broadcast? Oh, boy. Romo Watch out. you $5. He runs a keeper. <laughs> All right, so so let, me, let me go back to this again, Greg. Are you suggesting that Booger McFarlane is trying to be sharp? Huh. And it, it doesn't really benefit the viewer. Yeah. It, it, he wants you to know how much he knows. Is that possible? Yeah, probably. Or maybe he just used well, to talk that way he, with this. Yeah, I can see that. Especially if they had him in a high will chair, you, he's got to somehow overcome that. Will you will you study and come back to me? If yeah, you let he, me know. You if know you think he's they're being eleven personnel, and they're you know like, but it's, buddy, the average person don't care about that, right? Yeah. You, you know the thing about there was a lot of talk of back to the black cat last night about would it be bad luck for the Cowboys? I don't know why come everybody on. assigned it to the Cowboys. Thank you, Bubba. It was actually the black, the black cat is a is a jinx for the home team. Thank I you. totally I agree thought. that, but that's exactly it where Tessator and, and Booger look, went. Hey, everybody knows that they started. They started that. talking about how well this jinx the the Cowboys and everything. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, it's you're playing at MetLife Stadium. I guess it, I guess their point is it, the the Giants are already done <laughs> with, with as bad as they are, yeah. and the Cowboys, even though they were four and three going into last night, they still led the division. Now mm-hmm. five and three after that win. So I guess they were. Going with that kind of story, well, or, or did the Cowboys have the ball when the cat crossed in their path? No, the Giants were driving. How dare you! Now you know, and, 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 and I, I give props. It just seems like to me that's just a, a very, very lack of knowledge of sports yeah. mojo. Yeah. And, and yeah. I give the Giants props for trying to to freak the Cowboys out by wearing, uh, you know, their white, making the Cowboys wear their blue, which they have a terrible record in the blue compared you. to the white jerseys. Right. I mean, it was just mojo on parade last night. It was. But it doubled back on the Giants because it was their own field. They might as well named it Monday Night Mojo. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure, sure. (laughs) It was just full of it. If I was playing the Cowboys, I'd make them wear blue. Because they just uh, there's something about it they just not used to it. it. And it's a good-looking uniform. Yeah, it is. It really is. The uh, the Giants, when this happened, the Giants were winning 9-3 to with 532 left in the second quarter. See, there you go. How dare you? Right. Cat got him. Here's a little booger. To bring the ghost back to get rid of the cat. <laughs> I mean, maybe, booger maybe, maybe we should. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> we should. <laughs> so we've gone from seeing ghosts to black cats now on Monday Night Football on MetLife. Oh, oh boy. Oh, this, this ought to be fun here. And oh. if this Cowboys season doesn't go the way it was expected to, Blame that guy. How dare you?
That's that's not the way. No, that, that's that's bad news for the Giants. The minute it came on the field, <laughs> apparently it's been living in the stadium all season. Yeah, right. And now, it's like, well fed. Like well fed. That's not a skinny cat. I got to ask a question. Do you think the black cat was planted by somebody? How does a cat get through the tunnel or whatever and get onto yes. the field? Do you think somebody wanted it to run onto the field? That's that that has to be considered. Well, you have to ask the question: How did it get in there? Or to I mean, Speedy's point, how do you sneak one in there? Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. there's a lot of steps. Y'all know there's a lot of checkpoints trying yeah. to get in the NFL to get down to the field. Yeah. How dare you? Look, if I'm a stadium employee, it might be known that hey, we got cats that live here at the stadium. It might be a here, thing. Here's, I, I don't here's know. what I think. Okay, because this is this is the most likely scenario because because we've all seen it. There was some stray black cat. And people who work there at the stadium, it might even be people with the Giants, okay? And everybody started saying, oh, let's feed it. Let's put something out here for it. Mm-hmm. We keep it. It's kind of our little office mascot. Yeah. Uh, we keep it here at the stadium. And they say it'll keep the rats down. Hey, sta- uh-huh. sta- stadium crew loves him. All this kind of her, whatever it is. All this stuff. And some and somebody, somebody who's in charge said, look, I don't mind y'all keeping this cat here, but I don't want to – it better not be any issue or distraction. Y'all better keep it – you know, uh, uh, under wraps. And so here we go. So somebody's in a lot of trouble. Somebody left the pen open. This is that cat that somebody said, look, I'm good as long as it doesn't cause us any trouble. <laughs> and now somebody didn't know where it went. Because, mm-hmm. you know, cats won't – you can't restrain them. No. And and it, it didn't know – and all of a sudden it decides it's making its Monday Night Mojo appearance, and it does. And <laughs> as if the Giants didn't have enough problems, now they got more. <laughs> now they got a black cat that runs on the field. <laughs> Imagine the mind of the black cat, though. It's out there and it hears the crowd. It's like, what the – can I can I ask you this? It's not like overnight when I'm out here running around. Now, do the Jets and Giants still share a stadium? Mm-hmm. So can this uh, somehow can this somehow get on the Jets as well? Rick, well, I think it's already on the Jets. Yeah, Did you yeah. see what they happened? Just lost they, to the Dolphins. They, they lost to the Dolphins who hadn't won a game this weekend. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get any worse than that. It, it's got to be bad for the Empire City to have not one yeah. but two teams that are no good. Yeah, I mean, you can't even get Rick, one. That's, you got two, you got two you got two shots. Rick, you got two you, different teams. Rick, how can you not get it together, in New York? I mean, how can you not get it together? I'm not a fan of any city having two teams, by the way. Mm-mm. No, I not think either. you ought to get behind one. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just not a fan. Would they be any good if they put both of them together? That's a good question. What if you took <laughs> – I don't know enough about the, the, current, the current roster of either team, but does anybody out there that follows all this, can, could you put the Giants and Jets together to one decent team? Are they just so bad? Even even the best players <laughs> well, off both teams. Rick, I'll say this: I don't feel sorry for them because they, you know, the Giants have won multiple Super Bowls. The Jets have won one. Hey, try being a Vikings fan. Here we go with this again. You know, Bubby, yeah. you you've been you've been close several Ooh. times. Yeah. You know, yeah, close. The Jets haven't even sniffed one since. But they won yeah. one. Yeah. They yeah. won Joe so long ago. Nobody yeah. remembers. Yeah, but hey, that's better than never at all. Well, at least the Vikings have been to a How few. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, so. to play every. Dynasty during their peak. That's I, good. Can good I t- time. You, we couldn't find the Buffalo Bills for nothing. No, can I, t- I mean, they were there forever. We couldn't hit them for anything. Can I tell you, Bubba, I, you often overlook it maybe because it's too painful. Now, certainly, those Super Bowls y'all went to and got waxed by whatever the current right. dynasty of the 70s yeah, was sure. at the time. Mm-hmm. But your your best opportunity is that stupid missed field goal against the Falcons. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that, I that, that thing – you hadn't missed one all year. Did the Falcons win? No, what, they lost the Super Bowl. They got beat by Denver. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Denver well, Minnesota probably lost it anyway. You think? Y'all had a pretty high flying offense. Well, what about the one? Uh, it wasn't for the Super Bowl, but it was to go to the championship game against uh, the Seahawks. You know, when it was minus three, they were playing outside again. You know, they went back outside, and started playing good again. I know. Hmm? How about that? 
How dare oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, they missed a chip shot. Yeah, it was oh, like yeah. an extra point. Yeah, yeah, they were playing at the Golden I Gopher Stadium all about while yeah. they were building yeah. their By new By the way, I forgot about that game. Yeah. Remember <laughs> Bud Grant went out to flip the coin. It was yeah. minus three, and he had on a golf shirt. There's a lot of heartbreak in that purple. That's when Bubba said we asked him how he goes. I just got up, went in and got me something to eat. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't even watch it. I got up. I said, I can't watch it. I know exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was like a 20 yard. <laughs> I that. I could have kicked it. You know? <laughs> oh. All right, we'll be back. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866 We Be Big is our number. Unpacking the stories of the day and chatting with you when the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Will Ferrell, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, thank you for being with us today and look forward to chatting with you as the show continues. Curb Street takes phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. All right, so uh, I'm uh, I'm familiar with this show, but I've never seen it. And you said Betty watches it. And it seems like that, Helmsy, you've mentioned it. I'm all in yeah, on Yeah, that's what I talked about. All right, it's yeah. a show called Madam Secretary. Yeah, What's she, the actress's name? Tia. Can't pronounce it. Tugalabola. Tia. <laughs> no, no, it's like their Leon. It's their sister. It is. Tia Leon. Isn't that her name? <laughs> oh, I think yeah. you're right. Leone. Leone. Somebody was just yeah. telling Leon. <laughs> that. No, it's Tia Tugalabola. It's the sister of uh, the <laughs> Tua two. and Talia. Yeah, you've seen her in a lot of pictures. Hey, welcome, buddy. Uh, all right, so. At Mad- I like to call her Tia Leon. Currently. I know it's called Madam Secretary. Currently, she's the president. Mm. Well, here's Serious the thing. And, and the sixth and final. It's not real, Helms. It's how about, just a show, buddy. How about the, in the sixth and final season? She's a good uh, actress. So good, good all show. she is to me is that Nicolas Cage movie that I think is the best one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> when he goes good. back in time. Yeah, and he's, he's her, he, she's his wife. Yeah, that is a good one. That's the only thing that's I know That's a good about. movie. Yeah. It is a good movie. Can't think of what it's called. Uh, best Life or something like that? Like no. Family Man or something? Yeah, Family Man. Thank you, Adler. Rick went with Best Life. Hey, love you, buddy. You're you almost here. had it, Rick. Hey, hey Adler, love Stomp you, buddy. It all over. And thanks for updating me in the kitchen today on possibly one of the most publicly, socially awkward moments you had yesterday. That had to be very awkward. Uh, but anyway, hey, we we get he didn't think somebody was up. pregnant again, did he? No, did you, did you hear what happened about his car yourself? I know he got oh, it to the guy. He's still on the motorcycle. Right. I know that. I saw I'm not going to say it, Adler, but it was awkward. Okay. You, you, Greg, you would live for a moment like that. Okay. What would I, I do? Would I run? Oh, you would. You'd, 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 you'd have like disappeared in, in thin air. Get a shirt. All right. So it doesn't matter about the show because here's what matters <laughs> is you got some guy. Now, don't forget this. This story has got a lot of good stuff in it, Greg. First of all, it says that this person on the set where they, they, they shoot Madam Secretary, the, the TV show, it refers to the person as a background actor. So this is somebody trying to come up through the business. Yeah. They finally got an opportunity to be in kind of a – I used to get to walk by. A sub role in the background, and then I caused this issue on the set of a very successful TV show. Mm. You think this is not going to get me burned within the industry? Mm. Let me tell you what this idiot did. Yeah. So, so if, yeah, if you, you don't it, have a lot of pull when you're the walk by guy, right? So you don't need to cause any problems. Craft services. It, this is the service that comes and feeds everybody on the set of any kind of shoot a movie. Why do they call it that? I don't know. Way. It must be the company that started it, maybe, or I don't know. Or are they there to help you hone your craft? Is there some kind of artsy <laughs> feel to it? I don't know. But but I'm 
brain know, food. Every, everything we've ever been around, they call it that, and I don't know why. Well, you think Bubba and I didn't find craft services? <laughs> anytime yeah, we, that term anytime we've been on the set of anything, you think we don't know where it is? <laughs> so anyway, and they have all the food laid out, and then everybody comes in when it says, hey, time to eat, and everybody goes over there. So in this particular case, uh, what they refer to as a background actor, uh, and they, it went over, and there were also several hundred background actors that were hired to film uh, a scene that day. And um, it says that, um, that they, they, it's, she's giving a speech, and all these people are there in the crowd as she's giving the speech in, in the scene that's coming up. So it says that during the break, this actor cut in front of many other extras in line for a snack and coffee. He walks up. The line's there. He just goes over and cuts in front of everybody. And the woman who happened to have her husband, and this is big for this actor, by the way, because mm-hmm. the husband didn't like his wife being talked to the way she was talked to, and he and he took action. And the actor put his hands and shoved his wife, yeah. too. And Not that, only did he talk to her, but he, that way he also shoved her. It sounds like a Jim Croce song, yeah. Bubba. It does. Th- this, man shoved, uh, this man shoved this man's wife who was running craft services. He was there to help her at work that day because they had a big group because they had mm-hmm. a bunch of extras. Yeah. And how about this? The background actor that put his hands on the man's wife when the wife called him out for cutting line is in the hospital because the husband said, eh, I think I'm going to step in here. Mm. Gosh, it's good to know men like this are still around. Yeah. And how about he? He be- didn't care if he's a walk-by actor or not. Let me tell you what he is. He's not, he, he's not even in the background now. No. He's in the hospital. And uh, he put his hands on the wrong wife, didn't he? He did. Rick, did you know that craft service workers are nicknamed crafties? I did not know that. And they're represented by a union, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, or better known, Rick, as the IATSE. Does it tell you where the word craft comes from? Yes, it does. Okay. Various departments in film production, for example, lighting, grips, costume, makeup, camera, are considered crafts. Therefore, you're providing food, your craft services. Well, how about that? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Greg. There you go. But it's not meals. It's just like snick, snack, patty, yeah. whack, give a dog a bone. Right. They're providing a food yeah. service for right. that. Every now and then I've noticed they'll have like a light sandwich over there. Yeah. 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 All right. yeah. So uh, you look, Bubba and I know all about it. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we found it. They'd say, anybody seen Burgess and Bussy? Check that craft table over there. See, see if I got another handful. That's of who M- I make friends <laughs> with right out of the gate. Bussy's got, Bussy's got M&M's and Burgess has got yeah. some sort of crackers. Uh, but anyway. I love, I love where in the story where it says after the altercation, verbal altercation, the actor landed on the snacks table and was allegedly <laughs> oh, punched better. several more times by the husband yeah. before officers arrived. Hey, he got beat up bad by the husband. So he gets a right cut. in the middle of the twins. Hey, he gets a burn cuts line. Here's what I'm thinking because he's you know it's obvious he's a coward because he he put his hands on some woman in, uh-huh. in, a, in a physical aggressive way right. and he was obviously hungry. By the way, and this really hurts. Right. He's his, hangry. It's, it, this is really going going to be a setback on him trying to work his way up through the industry. He may want to give up yeah. on that dream. So so he thinks I've got this woman here running the snack table, so I'm going to be the man. I'll get in line wherever I want to, and you won't you won't put, you won't say anything about it. And then the woman says, "No, you're gonna get back out of the line." He gets aggressive with her, thinking it's just him and some and a, and a female running the the craft services table. But what he doesn't know is standing back there helping is her husband. Yeah, and he beats this guy into a pulp. Hmm. Yeah, shouldn't have pushed her. How about this? Don't put your hands on my wife. Bottom mm-hmm. line. No. And how about this? You, now can't nobody have snacks because I've just punched this guy and threw him on top of the table and broke it. And now it's awkward. Now <laughs> there's snacks are everywhere. Now there's snacks everywhere and there's an ambulance here. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's mad. <laughs> now, hey, now we're all mad and ain't nobody get a snack. <laughs> That's where I'd be on all fours trying to save the peanut M&M's. 
and I'd eat them all and say, look, 45-second rule. And, and, and can somebody give me another walk-by actor real quick? <laughs> How about this? The crowd that the Madam Secretary, who's now president, is speaking to is suddenly one person smaller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, take that group now to shove them in a little bit. we yeah, got, we got, missing we got to take up that space for the one that's in the ambulance. I heard Greta was in line right behind where he cut in. Well, let me tell you what that's happened. What I heard. Let me tell you what happened when, when he cut line. You, may not, you might not even know about that. That's just what I was told. Well, we, I think we yeah. was right in front of her. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, right in front of her. How dare you? It was, yeah. it was right there. there but is. I hope this isn't a case of somebody gave him ups and he gave them backups. Oh, right. you remember no, that? You hey, that. Give me ups, I give the, you backups. There is a certain there, there's a certain you know way you handle line situations. Are y'all okay? Have you ever been in a line and you look and people are walking up and they go to to go with the person they know and suddenly you're instead of being behind one person you're now behind four. Mm-hmm. Like we did at the funeral. Yeah, yeah. But I played that off. I went. Wow, did you? Because yeah. of the the parking car situation. What rep? Oh. And but I tried to and then help. When I finally got there, I tried to help because I said out loud, "Oh man, I've been saving your spot." You know, I tried to speak up. But who's going to complain at a funeral? No, no. I mean, I hate to say you really took advantage of a situation where nobody can be socially right. But the line was extremely long, and we kind of came together. Before the record, I I gave him backups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, if I give you up, should you give me backups? You know, have you ever wondered who gave you the right to give anybody up? Yeah. <laughs> in school, that was a thing in lunch. I tell you what, to give me up, so I give you back up. <laughs> what about, who said you could give up? <laughs> I think it's okay if you're in a food line for you yeah. to shout to a person you know. Here, hey, order me. I want a whatever. Yeah. But but to go there and physically now there's another person. That's tough. <laughs> yeah. And then when there's several, oh, Ooh. if it's one, it's not so bad. But if there's several, mm. what's the big number for you? I can allow two beyond two. two. Oh, and that's pushing. Yeah, yeah. top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.